0: All of you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. How yeah. I many say, Teach me, Lord, yeah. to wait on your wait Ah, yeah. uh, it is a place blessed, blessed indeed to be in the house of the Lord. You may just take your seats. Uh, so we appreciate everything uh, this morning. God has made this day to be the way it is. It was pre-planned. You know that the Lord knew this morning how many people would be in the building. And he knew who would be sitting where. So we are not more than the number that he expected. Nor are we less than the number that he expected. We are exactly the number that he expected. And you are sitting exactly in the same chair. Where he wanted you to sit in. Amen. Now, we appreciate the Lord for everything. Mm. Brother Brenham speaks something which I think it should be an aspiration of every message believer. He says, I have never sought discord among the brethren. So what does it mean? It means that everyone that follows this messenger must come to the point where they can personally say, I have never sought a discord among the brethren. Amen. So we appreciate the Lord for everything. brother. Is Brother Michael here? I want him to say something. If you give him the mic before I say what I need to say. He reminded me of it last night. Amen. Just grab one of the mics here and tell them what you were telling Brother Peter and I and then I will take it from there.
1: Amen. Hallelujah. Shalom once again, saints. Amen. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, I was on my mission to uh Weed Bank and uh, all of our MLO on that side. And then when I came to Weed Bank and to meet Pastor Madiba, he, I I was with Elsin, my younger brother. And then Pastor, he told us something that um, it, uh, it, it just, uh, it, it was in my heart and uh, it it just breaks my heart also, hallelujah, because what he said, he said to me, uh, you know, Nelispreet, I grew up, I know Nelispreet as uh, uh, I saw the elders in Nelispreet, uh, Brother Mabuza, Brother Matunsi, Brother Tesla. they were together, but what is happening in Nelispreet, I don't understand, but I wish that Brother Mabuza, Brother Matunsi, Brother Tesla they can come down and sit if they want me to come to Nell's and help. I want to see them together. Hallelujah. That's what the pastor said. Hallelujah. Amen.
0: Amen. 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 I think this was many years ago. Before, it, no one would have thought that I would come here. So I told the brother that uh, I will come and help in Nell's spread. But Brother Theta, Brother Mabuza, Brother Matonzi must be in one place. Now, when I came here, I found Brother Matonzi. Then I did not find Brother Mabuza, but he had visited. But later... He and the red brother Josiah, Sister Chabalala, they expressed the view that we need help in Elspirit. Then I said, help will be provided. But uh, we are not going to provide help to one group and leave another group. We want to provide help to everyone in one place. Now, then they said, look, we are going to come together and be a part with brother matunzi and the rest of the saints then i thought the decent thing is that because they were with pastor ngodima i must drive to Pastor Ngodima's house which i did and I spent time with him explaining him why this decision was made and to help him understand that it is necessary for we for Nelspreet, for this to be this way and to ask for his blessings that he, need, he needs to support it. Then he told me that, uh, Brother Madiba, I support it. Even if they need me to come and help, I'm available. I'll hear from you. Amen. So, I, I, and I, I said, Pastor, we'll do whatever needs to be done, but I will update you. Amen then i called pastor magola then i said uh, pastor there is a need of help in the Uh what do you think as an elder must happen in El then he he, he passed he said no he'll come back to me later he came back to me then he said uh, I think the best way for Nelsprate is for them to come together. Uh, And I think Brother Teta must go back and be with them so that they become one. (laughs) Now, then we had a few meetings. Uh, The last one, it was on Saturday, where I was with the pastor and Pastor uh, Makola then it was agreed that Brother Tsetter will be with you here. <clears throat> now, <clears throat> this is what I expect from this church. Pastor Ngurima is an elder. Whether we like it or not, he is an elder. Whether you agree with him or don't agree with him, is an elder. Pastor Makula is an elder. Whether we agree with him or we don't agree with him, he's an elder. And an elder is respected whether you agree or you don't agree. Now, what is happening is I said to, uh, to them, we'll be depending on your guidance until we see the process that will finally give us a full-time pastor in Nelspreet. They will guide. They will be there. I spent time. I had a meeting with Pastor George Martin. Spoke to Brother Beckett. Uh, Spoke to quite a lot of pastors because I was of the view that what we need to do here, it must must not be a Madiba thing. It must be a pastor's thing. Are we together? Uh, because you you can wake up and be a pastor and not be recognized by other pastors and we can call you a fly by night so i didn't want a fly by night pastor here we want a pastor that wherever he goes is respected by other pastors is recognized by other pastors and i'm of the view that we, we are getting at a stage where if we need a pastor we don't need to cause a split It is unscriptural to be a pastor after a split. It is not according to the apostolic way. Amen. Are you you with me? you still believe the message? The problem people think that they can become comrades in the message. We are the children of God. We are not comrades. We are led by God. Guided by God. Guided by the scriptures. Amen. So, um, I think the original picture for bridge is back into its place. And another thing with Brother Settler, I think you must appreciate that and I spoke to Pastor Makula about it. He he was of a great help in Nebo. Helped the pastor especially there was a time where the pastor was sick and he had to help there. So, I said, Pastor, I understand that it is not easy for you to release him. Uh, but you, you must know that he will still be of great help, even if he's in spirit. Are you still with me? So, if, if, if he is needed to help, he must help. Because we are one body. We are together. But one thing that we want is to make sure that there is a pastor here in Nelspreet. Not ordained by another person in a corner, ordained by the elders of this message in this region. And give him a hand of fellowship and say, you are a fellow colleague. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) How many agree with that? So know, brother. Darren, we've been asking, is this process going to, do you see now it's coming, it's taking shape? Amen. Now, I think with the level of faith, level of determination that you have demonstrated, the next thing is just to make sure that you have your stand, you build a tabernacle, nice restrooms, you I'm going to tell you what God is going to do in this area is amazing. It it is amazing. I I can already see it. Amen. But it just needs people to be principled scripturally. And then uh, from there, God will bless you immensely. Now, what's going to happen is in terms of the process of finalizing where we would go, until we have a pastor, ordained the pastor. I would, I would, I would come next time, not long, and tell you what is the process. And then probably I will come with two pastors next time when I come here, uh, because you need, you need more than two pair of eyes when you start such a process until you conclude it. But it will be concluded in no time. And after we have concluded it, if, if the pastor that we have put here succeeds, we all succeed. If he fails, we all fail. So we are not going to say it's your own endeavor. We are going to provide all the support that is needed to make sure that it succeeds. From the technical side, from everywhere, trustees can speak to trustees in our assemblies, Uh, treasurers speak to treasurers, pastors speaking to pastors, sound people speaking to sound people, musicians speaking to musicians, so that we make sure that uh, we have a a solid church in are How many are happy so far? Amen. So, brother Thetla, God bless you. I think you know him. He is your You know him better than I do. He knows you better than you, I do. Are you, are you? Is it so? Amen. You, me, you can mislead me and say, hey, Pastor, but he will say, ah, the brother, come, let me see you. Amen. So, elder, we, we appreciate it so much. We appreciate the decision that has been done and then uh, let's continue keeping the channels of communication open with pastor makola uh, because every birth has got birth pains and maybe before I, I i go to the scripture i've realized that what what i've learned in the couple of months is that pastors are not fighting it is members that are making pastors fight I'm going to say it for what it is. When I came here, God said, look, if you want this thing to work, you are a pastor. Speak to a pastor. Don't speak to somebody that knows a pastor. Because they will not deliver the message the way you want it to be delivered. So I spoke, every pastor, when we spoke pastor to pastor, we agreed even when it seemed like we could not agree. But I realized that if they were middlemen, ah, it was going to be chaos. It was going to be misrepresented, rumor after rumor, uh, grapevine, but it has been, it was worked out marvelously. Amen. Are you still with me? The church is the Holy Ghost. The church is going to decide. Uh, that's exactly what we are going to do. And Brother Matunzi, Brother Thetler, Brother Mawuza, you would know. We tried other ways. It did not work. Let's be honest. Let us try the weight way. 100% the weight way. Then the weight will deliver the weight results. And I've said many a times that uh, you, you here, you love each other. It's only us that driving to nail spray make you fight. Then we leave. But you, you don't fight. Uh, the other time I was here, Brother Darren was there. I have phoned Brother Tetler to go and preach at the hostel. The other time I phoned Brother Matonzi, he says, no, it was supposed to Brother Ian preaching, but it's Brother Tetler. Then I, I was saying, oh, these people are not fighting. The problem is not in Nell's The problem is us that are going to Nell's So don't allow us to make you fight. Amen. Are we together? God bless you, Uh, Richly. It's going to be wonderful. Uh, Let me tell you something. Brother Roma says, when you restore the channels of brotherhood, a revival is about to take place. And I say, a revival is about to take place in this area. I believe that 100%. It's about to happen. Souls that have gone back to the world are coming back. Marriages that were under strain are going to be restored. Believers are going to be revived. Amen. Are you still with me? Let us just stand to our feet while I go to the reading of the weight. Brother Thomas, if you can just come and bless the reading of the weight, my brother, before we read. Amen. I see, even this class, this hall is becoming small for you. We uh, even need a new place of worship already. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Lead us in prayer, my dear brother.
1: Our dear Holy Father, Lord, we thank you for this gathering of the saints here, Lord. Lord, we are so privileged people to be able to gather in like fashion, Lord. Lord, we ask your blessing on the word, Lord, and on the proceedings, Lord. And what will grow out from here, Lord? The seed is planted, Lord. You will water it day and night, Lord. Lord, let us listen to the pastor, Lord, as he's led by by you, Lord. Had we not be listening to man, but we'll be listening to your words. And at the end we'll say, our hearts burn within us. We thank you, Lord. For this great marvelous privilege that we have, for your grace and your mercy, Lord, we ask it all in the precious name of Lord Jesus Christ. Amen.
0: Amen. As we turn, God bless you, my brother. As we turn to the book of Revelation, Revelation, let us turn, Revelation, chapter eight, verse one. And when he had opened the seventh seal, there was silence in heaven about the space of half an hour. That verse you can never read unless you have come in contact with Malachi 4. I say it is a verse that separates boys from men. Revelation 10, verse 1. And I saw another mighty angel come down from heaven, clothed with a cloud, and a rainbow was upon his head, and his face was as it were the sun, and his feet as pillars of fire. And he had in his hand a little book open, and he set his right foot upon the sea, and his left foot on the earth, and he cried with a loud voice, as when a lion roareth, and when he had cried seven thunders uttered their voices and when the seven thunders had uttered their voices i was about to write i heard a voice from heaven saying unto me seal up those things which the seven thunders uttered and write them not and the angel which i saw stand upon the sea and upon the earth lifted up his hand to heaven and swear by him that liveth forever and ever Who created heaven and the things therein therein are, and the earth and the things therein are, and the sea and the things which are therein, that there should be time no more. But in the days of the voice of the seventh angel, when he shall begin to sound, the mystery of God should be finished, as he has declared it to his servants, the prophets. Amen. You may take your seat. Amen. I'm not going to be long, but we just need to speak on something here. Amen. Amen. Now, I want to speak on balancing balancing the balancing the appearing and the coming of the Lord balancing the appearing and the coming of the Lord. Now, uh, I've said many times, I think I've said it even to you, that when you find a lawyer and an accountant speaking to each other, they may speak, or if it's two accountants speaking to each other, and a lawyer is there they may speak English but a lawyer may not understand what they are talking about are you with me I think engineers have got that tendency as well when they speak to each other you may be there and hear that they speak English but it's not English in English they call it a jargon that is the language of profession so even the bride you can hear us preaching the gospel but it, it takes you to understand he that we speak about for you to understand what we are talking about. Are you still with me? Now, before I get to what I'm going to talk talk about, Brother Bram says in this message, unbelief does not hinder God. Yeah. Hey, this is a message on its own. Yeah. Uh, uh, a lady came on the platform and brother Branham said lady you're barren you're looking for a child you are going to have a child and she left and went to tell her relatives and they laughed about it friends laughed about it and later she was crying she came back to the meetings and as she was on the platform brother Branham says but i don't see anything wrong with you then right there. Uh, the lady said, "No, I was here. you told me that I'm going to have a child, but I went to tell my friends and relatives, they laughed about it. So I doubted, so I'm here to say I doubt it. Brother Brahm say, if it is thou says the Lord, it is no longer in your hands. Uh, are you still with me? It's going to happen whether you believe it or you don't believe it, because it is thou says the Lord. Why, unbelief does not hinder God. There's going to be a church without spot or ringel. Yes. Unbelief will never hinder that. Yes. Now, he says, in the last days, this is the prophet, paragraph 37, my brother, and we know that in these last days, that what is going to take this, I'm not. I'm, I hope I'm not doing anything wrong. In the last days, what is going to take to stand, is a scriptural-trained church on the line for there's going to be carnal impersonations rise? Are you here, church? An impersonation, it means it's something that looks like it, that speaks like it, that walks like it, but it is not it. But for you to know that, that is why I said to you, Within the banking systems, whenever they train, the bank tellers to identify fake money. They don't use fake money to train them. They use real money and say, this is how you see real money. This is how real money looks like. Why? And, and they say, if they know real money, then they will know the fake one when it comes. But if they teach them about the fake one, what if another fake that they have not taught them about comes? They are not going to learn it. But they know that no matter what, fake always comes after the real thing. So this morning, I'm not going to tell you whether Bushiri is wrong. No, 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 no. I'm going to tell you that Malachi 4 is right. Because when you know a true prophet, you will know a false one. Hallelujah. If you know a true church, you will know a false one. If you know a true God, you will know a false God he says it's going to take a lot scripturally trained church. Now, I, I've heard ministers saying quite a lot of things, especially about this. Baby, before I get to the, about the appearing and the coming, don't sleep on me. If somebody sleeps, wake them up because this is a very serious matter. Now, Before I get there, Brother Bram says in this message, what is the attraction on the mountain? Paragraph 35. He says, but, oh, is there. But he says, but in the midst of all of it, through every age and every prophet that had been and would be, there's going to be a certain amount of people that's predestinated to hear that message. And they will follow it. Yeah. Folks, do you hear what the prophet says? Yeah. He, says it, it, he says, it has been through every age, every prophet that had been and would be, there's going to be a certain amount of people that's predestinated not just to hear the message, but they will follow it. Yeah. They will, those will ignore the crowds. Uh, Hallelujah. They ignore the crowds. That means there's going to be crowds that are going to say a lot of things. But these people are predestinated to follow the message and to ignore the crowds. They ignore the criticism of the unbeliever. That means there are people that are predestinated not to be affected by a criticism of an unbeliever. Ah oh, this is wonderful. That means they can criticize our message, our prophet, our faith, but there are people that will never be shaken. Not because they are clever, but because they were predestinated to ignore the crowds, to ignore the criticism of an unbeliever. They have no argument with them. They've got one thing to do. Thus believe. And to get every bit of it they can. And soak it in like Mary who sat at the feet of Jesus. Are those people here this morning? Hallelujah. People predestinated. Now. Brother Branham says in this message. In the message, the leading of the Holy Ghost, the leading of the Spirit of God. The leading of the Spirit of God. Oh, he preached this, brother, on the 7th of August, 1955. Paragraph 25. The, oh, you've got to give me an undivided attention because if you only hear one part, you'll misquote me. Amen. You, you must stay with me. Brother Branham says, the Magi saw that, and they said, there will be a star rise. I'll be watching for it, they saw it. What did Jesus say would take place just about this time? And I will restore to the people all the glory of the former, and I will pour out upon them the former and the latter rain. And the signs and wonders that was in the first church, will be in the second church at the last day. That means that, that that which was in the first church will be in the last church. That's why Brother Brenham comes, he says, we have three Ephesians. He says the first Ephesians, it was Joshua. Then the second one, it was Paul. And he says there must be another Ephesians. Are, are you still with me? Then uh, Brother Branham, when he preached, I think it is the message, it is the rising of the sun. As he's preaching that message, he says, he comes, he makes a striking statement. He says to the church, have you had the Holy Spirit taking it an octave higher? How many have ever come across that statement? An octave higher. Now, you that are musicians, you will know, on a music scale, you've got seven notes. Isn't so Dorel? Help me, sister. I, I want somebody to do one person. Yeah, just call it out for me. Door. You, you see, Do The last door. Hallelujah. When you check, they say it is is seven, seven notes on a music scale. But when you go and check, they say eight notes. What is happening is that the last note, it is the first note, but an octave higher. Oh, hallelujah. That is why your prophet comes and says, I preach exactly what Paul preached. Because it must be the same note, but in the end time, it must be octave higher. Ah, oh, this is wonderful. Did you catch it, Church? Now. The prophet says, in this message, I continue. He says, in the very same message that I was reading, and the signs and wonders that was in the first church will be in the second church at the last day. Here is your sign. He says, this he says, my brother, dates are going to be very critical. He said this on the 7th of August, 1955. He says, here is your sign. He's appearing on the earth. Signs and wonders—the same thing that he did—is here again. His spirit moving among the people. The, then, brethren, say he is appearing on earth now, but he's referring. It was the seventh of August, nineteen fifty-five. Are you still with me? Now, in the message, perseverance. He this he preached on the eighth of June, nineteen sixty-two. Stay with me. There is a reason why i'm bringing these dates because you will see the way the build-up is leading to he says on the 8th of june 1962 he says so in paragraph 96 he says so the lord so the lord is now appearing among his people great signs and wonders raising the dead healing the sea doing the very same things that he did that hasn't been done for 2,000 years. Did you hear? He says, so the church is worn up through that, brought up till it's right at the time the headstone is coming to meet the church. Then it will all go together and be raptured. The ones that fell asleep in the first church, second watch, third watch, to the seventh watch, the appearing of the Lord. He says, the Lord is appearing now. That's 1960. That is 1962 on the 8th of June. Now, he comes on the 13th of June or of July 1962 in the message from that time, 102. He says, how many know there is a difference between the appearing of Christ and the coming of Christ. Now, I've met a lot of people that say appearing and the coming is just the one and the same thing. If the prophet says there is a difference and you say there is no difference, you are a false prophet. You are a false priest. The prophet says, how many know there is a difference between the appearing of Christ and the coming of Christ? He says, it's two different ways. He says, now is the appearing. Is it there, my brother? You, You don't have it yet. That is the 13th of June of July 1962. Amen. In The message from that time. Amen. Don't worry about that. Are you still with me? I will read that. He says how many know there is a difference between the appearing of Christ and the coming of Christ? It's two different ways. Now is the appearing. He said the coming will soon be. Hallelujah. He tells you that what is happening now, it is not the coming. It is the appearing. But the coming will soon be. Hallelujah. He is appearing in the midst of us. Doing the works that he once did in his church. Now you are part of that church by grace, you believe. I'm a member of that church. Are you still with me? Now, now, Brother Brennan is is telling you that there is a a difference between the coming and the appearing. He says the appearing is now. He preaches this on 1962. As a build-up towards 1963, he says now it is the appearing. These signs and wonders that you have seen, it is the appearing. But the coming will soon be. Now, somebody said, Brother Mariba. If you see that, then what happened at Ohio River? Because at Ohio River, a voice spoke. Then uh, if there is a message question, there must be a message answer. Uh, are you still with me? In the message, the anointed ones at the end time, paragraph 269. He says, now I want you to know this for sure. You that listen to this tape, you might have thought today that I was trying to say that about myself. Being that I was speaking this message, I have no more to do with it than nothing. No more just a voice. And my voice, even against my better judgment, I want to be a trapper, but it's the will of my Father that I declare to do and determine to do. Listen to what he say. I wasn't the one that appeared down on the river. (laughs) Hallelujah. I was only standing there when he appeared. Then he tells you that the appearing and the coming are different things. And what happened on Ohio River, it was the appearing of the Lord. But if if that was the appearing, then when is the coming? Because he says, soon to be, it will be the coming. But now we are in the appearing. Folks, these things that we are teaching it's what makes us different from the denomination are you still with me now let's put it this way brother Brenham I'm going back to the message or before I get there there's something that I want to see the appearing of the Lord was for everyone signs and wonders was for everyone Even Tommy Osborne saw signs and wonders. Even everyone saw that. But the coming is not for everyone. I read this for those that were here last night. I will repeat the same quotation in the message, the token, paragraph 73. It was on the 8th of March 1964. Now it says, when you see signs going on and no message behind it, Hallelujah. We are not just after the appearances, raising of the dead, healing of the sick. We need the message behind that. Signs and wonders is not the message. The first pool is not a message. The second pool is not the message. But the third pool it is the message. It is the fullness of the way. I don't know. You remember, Brother Branham had a vision. And in a vision, he was trying to feed the shoelace into the shoe hole. And the shoelace was bigger. And he kept on struggling, trying to push in, and it could not go in. And a voice spoke, You cannot feed Pentecostals supernatural things. Yeah. Uh, hallelujah. So that means the signs and wonders. It was for Pentecostal babies. Folks, this I'm going to say it. The healing of the body will never take you to heaven. But the healing of the soul. And the only thing that can heal the soul, it is the word of God. Are you here, church? That's a greater miracle. Now, it says, when you see signs going on, and no message behind it. Just the same school of theology. That means, and it says, that wasn't from God. Right. But where there is a sign showed, a message follows it. Yeah. Now let's put it this way. If, if I pray for a person, and after they walked out of a wheelchair, and people said, glory be to God. We want to serve God. And he that prayed for them, that person that was in the wheelchair, he says to them, I'm going to go and baptize you. And he baptizes them in the name of Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. What's happening? Yeah. But I'm say, if the signs and wonders are followed by the same old theology, not revelation, theology, he say it is not from God. Yeah. So a church you must not only follow miracles. Because the Bible says in the beginning was the weight, Not a miracle. The, the devil can perform miracles. The Beatles, whenever they went to town, your prophet says it in COD, he says the way the inspiration would strike the people from that demonic music. He says the people will throw their crashes until one of the managers of Beatles, he says, the next thing that we are going to do, we're going to go on a healing campaign. A demon saying he's going to go on a healing campaign. Yes, people were getting healed by a demonic ma- m- music. So if you are following signs and wonders, you are going to be deceived. But if you are the product of the word, and we say in the beginning was the word, And you were part of that way, and the word was with God, and you were part of that way, and the word was God, and you were part of that way, and the word was made flesh, and you are part of that way, you will always be attracted to the word. Let me ask this morning what attracts you, what is the attraction? And uh, quite frankly, the reason we've got so much chaos in the message, people were attracted by various things other than the revelation. Another man maybe just had a pastor preaching at a wedding and say, we don't care about 50-50, a man is the head of the family. And he said, oh, this church we can go to. Because if my wife goes there, will understand that there is no 50-50. So he has not had the revelation. He just had the order of the family. Which any other, even Africans without God, they knew that a man is the head of a family. It's not a revelation. It is nature. But when you you serve God, it needs a revelation. Are you still with me? I'm going back to the message from that time. Paragraph 102. Right where I was reading, but a little further down preach this on the 13th of july 1962 then he says this is the prophet now i am not a preacher you know i'm not i have not the education to do it sometimes i feel reluctant standing here by means of god who's called to that office there are apostles prophets teachers pastors and evangelists Isn't that a fivefold ministry? Then our prophet says, Not all are apostles, not all are prophets, not all are teachers, not all are evangelists. I'm standing here. But my ministry is a different ministry from a pastor or a teacher. Brother Brenham was not a pastor. Brother Brenham was not an evangelist. He did the work of an evangelist, but he was not an evangelist. He was the prophet of the age. He was above the fivefold ministry. The fivefold ministry operate under the prophetic gift of an age. Let me put it this way. Yes, within the fivefold ministry there are prophets. But that prophet, uh, hear me out. Brother Branham later in a certain message says, Do you know that preachers are prophets? When we come and preach the gospel, sometimes you are sitting there and say, have they told him about my situation? I don't know. A preacher doesn't know, but the word knoweth. When the word goeth forth, it searches the heart. That's a prophetic ministry on a higher level. Uh, This I want to deal with it now. Now, mm, uh, this quotation, you will find it. Brother Brenham says, it is in the message, the trials. He says, everyone is ordained to pray for the sick. Uh, Hallelujah. He says, your pastors are ordained to pray for the sick. But he says, but I don't say they will take up the gift of discernment. He says, that is one for, it is for one in an age. That one, it is one in an age. Are you message believers? What does it mean if you find it, brother? Just say age, hey, brother Brandon. Now let's put it this way: that means in our age, we don't expect to come to church and a preacher comes and say, "Hey, your name is brother Simon. Your ID number is such and such. You are from not from here, from Zimbabwe." You are staying at such and such place. You are working at such and such. We don't expect a minister to. We don't expect that. Uh, uh, hallelujah! And if you are enticed by that, then it, it, then we have a problem. Whether are you a pedigree of this message? Let me tell you something. I woke up in Wheatbank on or Laidenbeck yesterday morning. And now I drove to Nelspruit. My name, it is what it is, Pastor Madiba. My ID number, it is what it is. Don't you think that Satan knows? The devil, don't you think? It, don't you think the devil doesn't know my ID number? Don't you think that he doesn't know who my name is? So if the devil can stop you on the road and say your name is Simon. You are from Zimbabwe. You work as such. Are you going to say, please be to God? You just say, sit and get by my side. I know you know who I am. But, but, if you come to the service and a minister stands here and you are not a believer, you have not been in church, then he tells you that, let me tell you, I want to talk to you about a God. That one time he was not even a God. He was Elohim. And when he was Elohim, you were in him. Uh, And when you hear that, something in you moves. Then you begin to realize, no, no, no. This is more than a man. Are you still with me? Then Brother says, my ministry, is a different ministry from a pastor or a teacher. I'm not. And if I say things, brethren, forgive me. (laughs) Have you ever seen when you're working for a company, maybe it is ten of your uh, colleagues, and you're in the same position, and you have the same frustrations. And as you have the same frustrations, one day the management calls you into the office and says, Simon, uh, around September, we are going to promote you. You are going to be their manager. Uh, but don't tell them because we want to make official announcement on the 1st of September. You just keep quiet. Now, the mere fact that you have been told that, it is going to change your behavior. That means if you, if they used to come an hour or, or prolong lunch, then they start hearing you say, Hey, it's time we go to, to go back to work. And they tell you that, ah, oh, Muna, the manager is not there. Then they hear that, no, it doesn't matter that the manager is there, but we need to do our work. You used to be with them, complain that the salary is low. Uh, we, we must resign and look for jobs somewhere. Then all of a sudden you begin to say, hey, economy is tough. We need to appreciate what we have. It may not be enough, but at least it's something. Let's wait. Why? It's because somebody whispered a message into your ear and it changed your behavior (laughs) hallelujah now the prophet is sitting with the fivefold ministry he says their thinking is one of them he says you forgive me i'm not one of them i'm not much of a preacher hallelujah but my ministry is a different ministry He says, but this is my ministry to declare him that he is here. (laughs) Brother Branham's ministry was to declare that he is here. Are you still with me? Now. My ministry is to declare that he's here. Brother, in the message, the breach, paragraph 41, this is very critical. While he is looking for the quotation, paragraph 41, in the message, the breach. Revelation 10, verse 1, when you read it, it says, And I saw a mighty angel come, not appear. I saw the mighty angel come down. Are you still with me? Clothed with a cloud. Did we see somebody appearing on Sunset Mountain with a cloud? Somewhere where we are going. Did you get it? Oh, this one I want them to see it. Now, Brother Brown says, When the seals are broke, is it correct? And the mystery is revealed. Down comes the angel. The messenger. Christ. Sitting his foot upon the land. And upon the sea. With a rainbow over his head. Now, now remember. Remember. This seventh angel. Is on earth. At the time of this not a period of this coming. <laughs> Hallelujah! What does it mean, folks? It means that for Brother Bram to be taken off the scene, the coming of the Lord is unfolding. Uh, is it what we're talking about? Now, I heard somebody say, but we've never seen a mighty angel with one lake upon the earth and one lake upon the sea. I say, goodness, you are telling us something that you don't want to tell us. Because what's happening? The mighty angel, when he came down, we saw the head. But where is the lake of that head? Here it is the lake. And the book of Revelation says, Then I saw the beast, one coming from the earth, another one coming from the sea. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! So that means there is two influences. Hallelujah. One is coming from Rome, one is coming out of America, World Council of Churches. But there is a church that is able to take that is able to take one foot and stamp on the influence of the beast. That is Rome and stamp on the influence of the image of the beast, which is the World Council of Churches. This church shall never be deceived. By Rome or by the image of the Peace World Council of Churches. He would have never left if he did not come. Now, your prophet comes because he's now afraid of what people are going to say. He's beginning to speak in parables, he changes the message titles. He comes to the church. He one message is say, Greater than Solomon is here. And it he says, Look. And then in that message, it says, when you say look, that means you are trying to show somebody, someone that they don't see. Then it comes around and he say, Christ is not what is is the mystery of God revealed. Then he comes and uh, says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Then he comes, he says, the unveiling of God. He comes to the church to say, my subject this morning, it is to unveil God. Yeah. Uh, hallelujah. And he says, God is always veiled. Do you see what the prophet was talking about? Now, remember do you have my slide? remember he comes three times he came first time as a redeemer he comes the second time to a claim then he comes back in revelation 19 for the millennium there is a scripture that says that every eye shall see him and every knee every tongue shall confess And every knee shall bow. Brother Bram says, that was not the second coming. Because the second coming, it is a secret. He comes like a thief in the night. When a thief comes, he doesn't tell you that, ah, I'm coming on the 13th of July. I'm going to break into your house. No. The world will not know what is happening. But the bride will know what is happening. Folks, follow the prophetic language. Paul says, I've got a godly jealousy over you because what I've espoused you as a chaste virgin, and I don't want you to any man to come and corrupt you with the simplicity of the gospel, and it comes around like the way the serpent beguiled Eve. Now Paul calls the church a virgin. Now, in Christ is the mystery of God revealed. Brother Branham, or in, in your church age book, he says, yeah, is a great secret. The word is now in the bride. She has, thou says the Lord, and she knows what to do. Then your prophet comes and says, this church will never be deceived because now she is pregnant. if a woman her husband is in America for two years and you come and say "Hey, Sister and so is pregnant we will say what do you mean? isn't so yeah. oh, what do you mean? Yeah. because what we know the husband is not around the husband, I'm speaking to a mix OE cannot impregnate the wife in the absentia. So if the brother Bram say the bride is pregnant <laughs> and you and you want to tell us that no Christ is not here. What are you? Who has impregnated us? What are you trying to say, brother? <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. Do you get it? Do you get that? When you reject something, you can misrepresent even yourself. The people that refuse that he has come. No, I'm going to come. I'm going to come and show you. Is the slide up there, brother? My slide. I'm going to show you something very critical. While I'm working towards losing. Do you see the diagram? Amen. Will the brothers decide? Are you able to see, brother? Okay. Great. Amen. Now, he came the first time as the Son of Man. Spent three, three, three and a half years here on earth. That was the first coming. I'm going to ask you a question. If Jesus could have been born by Mary, but was never baptized by John. And if he could have been born as a baby and lived until he was 12 years and he died, would you have regarded it as a first coming? Okay? If he was born and was baptized at River Jordan and the Lord said, this is my beloved son in whom I'm pleased to dwell, but died immediately after baptism, would you have regarded it as the first coming? If Jesus could have gone and be betrayed by Judas, but never went to Gethsemane and died before Gethsemane, would you have regarded it as the first coming? If he could have died in Gethsemane without going to the cross, would you have regarded it as the first coming? If he could have been on the cross and died and was buried and never rose, would you have regarded it as the first coming? What am, I, what am I trying to tell you? I want to tell you that the coming of the Lord is not an event. It's a process. <laughs> uh, hallelujah. So that means from 1963 until where we are, it is still the coming of the Lord. And the completion of the process is the going away of the church. Go and check in your message the rapture. Brother Branham said, as he descends, he does three things. The shout, the trumpet, the voice of the archangel. And it says that the, 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 the shout is the message of the hour. Then it says the voice of the archangel is the voice that is calling out the dead from their graves. And it says the trumpet is taking us to the wedding south. He says he does these three things as he descends. Now, somebody can say oh because he came as a son of man then throughout the seven church ages he was the son of god then before the rapture or before the millennium he comes down again as the son of man do you see son of man son of god which is the holy ghost in the church and then son of man again brother, brother That. That area that I've brought it down here, that small area I've brought it down here, Son of Man Ministry, Revelation 10, verse 1. Are you still with me? Now, somebody can say, Brother Maribel, why are you putting 1963? Why are you not putting 1947? Because the first someone that he preached was 1947. Why don't you put 1909? Because that's when he was born. Are you telling us it became the message only from 1963? Hold on. Brother Brenham. And I believe, so that I clear it, every message from the very first tape until the last tape, it's our message, we believe it. Remember, we must eat the whole lamb. Hallelujah. You don't only eat the ribs. The whole lamb was supposed to be consumed. So we are consuming the whole message. But the reason I'm putting from 1963, there is a reason why I do that. Brother Brennan preached a message presuming and it says, to presume is to venture without authority. You remember? Now, Brother Brenham from 19, as he was preaching, they came to him and said, Brother Brenham, I've been divorced three times. What must I do? Must I go to the firm say, hold on. And say, even my son is involved in this. Just hold on. Then later, your prophet comes. Are you still with me? Then he says there was a time where a cloud descended which was in the color of an amber. And the kids had to be released from schools. And right there, Brother Bram comes out of that cloud as the old Moses came out of the cloud. He comes to the church and he says under modern conditions as a modern prophet given where you are because of the mess of theology I say, go back to your home and live with the one that you are living with and go and sin no more. That, now, this was never no, no longer presuming. This was now with authority. This was a man standing, being a mouthpiece of God, and say, On this, this is where I stand. On this, this is where I stand. Before the seals. In your message, the 10 visions. Brother Rome comes there, he makes a strong statement when he speaks about the white horse rider. He says that was the Holy Ghost. But he says during the seals, when I was in the room, the angel came to me and told me that that was not it. It's not the Holy Ghost. It is the Antichrist. Are you still, then he comes before the child. 1963. I can tell you, after 1963, we can tell you this message has got no mistakes. I said, this message has got no mistake. If there was anything that had to be corrected, it was corrected by God through the same prophet. And he, even if he was never going to tell us that it's a mistake, we would have never known. We knew when he told us that here is a mistake, the angel corrected me. So, from 1963 until 1965, we said the prophet was not presuming. He spoke with authority. And it vindicated everything that he said prior. There, did you get it? Now, Brother Brenham says, in this message, I think it's the seventh seal. If I'm not having here. You look for it. He says, as he is preaching the seventh seal, he says, I feel checked. Then he says, it may be time that this great person that we are expecting may rise on the sea. If it is, then it is time for me to go for good. Yeah. Now remember the quotation that we read. When the coming, when this coming happens, the seventh angel messenger is here. Why? Because a king cannot arrive without somebody. You can, a president can arrive at O.R. Tambo without somebody welcoming him. There must be somebody to receive the president. And when the president comes, he doesn't come through the ordinary terminals where everybody is going through. The president can be in the airport without anybody knowing that he's in the airport. He comes through a certain secret passage. It's only the people that are connected to the one that is receiving the president that knows that the president is around. Ah, that's why they had to be Malachi 4. Because the king of glory was coming down. But he was coming down through a secret passage. And one of your prophets say He is here. And I say tonight this evening morning, he is here. He says, if it is, I must decrease. And he must increase. And I see he is increasing in his church. And the prophet was taken off the scene. Hallelujah. Before he preached the seals, he says, I was in the office and I was delayed. Because before I came out, I had to officiate a marriage between a young man and a young woman. And he says, you will forgive me. I'm not going to call you a church. I am going to call you a bride. What was happening? This was the Eliezer officiating the marriage between the church and Christ. There was a status change. We were no longer singing, but we were getting married. Then when he comes to preach the seventh seed, he says, it was silent. Then after he preach it, he says, now here is a mystery. The church is pregnant. What was happening? Why there was silence? Intimacy was happening. Ah, hallelujah. Then your prophet comes. In your message, the invisible union of the bride. He says, these seals are a marriage certificate. Sister, don't ever stay with your husband unless you have signed at-home affairs. If you have not signed, take him tomorrow. Because if you die, if he dies, another one can come from nowhere. They call them slay queens these days. Can come and say, I am married to him. And the court will say, if you say you are the husband, bring the papers. Because the papers will prove who is the real wife. And in the end time, every church says, Jesus is oh our husband, Jesus our oh husband. But your prophet comes and says, The revelation of the seven sealed book is a marriage certificate. Let me stop here. God bless you richly. Do you love these things? is this our diet come on this is better than what tdjs can give you tdjs can entertain you but it cannot bring revelation the only place where you can find a rapture in faith it is in the message of malachi 4. we appreciate this message we appreciate this prophet We appreciate what God has done. Amen. Amen. Let's just sing only believe, only believe. We said if there is anyone that would want us to pray for them, we are going to do that.
1: Only believe.
0: Maybe we can get a chain that we can put here. That
1: chain,
0: so maybe, maybe if we get the steel one, this one.